The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Source of Truth podcast as we are going through the Easter week. And this uh, tomorrow being Good Friday, we invite you to join us to our, for our Good Friday service. A good for all the Easter events of the weekend. We have Good Friday service tomorrow night, 7 p.m. here in the auditorium. Uh, and Saturday morning, we have an Easter egg event for the community. Um, uh, we have, we have 4,500 eggs that we're ready to give out, plus some extra prizes. Uh, we will start the service in the auditorium where the Easter lesson will be given, and then we will finish it with the Easter egg hunt itself, and that's going to take place tomorrow uh, or Saturday. If for some reason it's raining, we will be in our buildings. We've got plenty of room to be able to do that, but we're planning to be outside for this event, and we invite you to bring your kids and come have a great time. And then, of course, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, as we have our Easter service, and we look forward to a great time there together. As we continue through this week, we've been in the book of Ecclesiastes for a couple weeks now, and we're going to jump into Ecclesiastes chapter number five, which I have to say, as we look at what we'll look at today, um, I think it's a fit. I think it's a fitting. It's a fitting practical point, a fitting truth for what we're about to evaluate in Scripture, and that really comes down to our heart in the area of worship, our heart in attendance to church, our heart to the Word of God, our heart in worship, as Solomon stated. Now, uh, I'm just going to read a few of these verses. I'm not exactly sure how far we'll get today, but let's go ahead and read the first few verses to get a little bit of context of what we're speaking about. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, beginning in verse 1, he says, Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, um, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they consider not that they do evil. Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon earth, therefore let thy words be few." For a dream cometh through the multitudes of business, and a fool's voice is known by a multitude of words. So the first thing he starts, and we'll get there, we'll start off in this first verse, in verse 1, keep thy foot when thou goest in the house of God. Now, keep thy foot. Initially, I've actually heard this taught that people say, keep thy foot from the house of God unless you're willing to be serious about this or worshipful, but that's not actually what it's saying. Keep thy foot, guard thy foot. Be careful when going into the house of God to understand the reality of what we're doing. Now, I think what we see in some cases when it comes to church is you can look at two complete extremes in the aspect of worship when you come to church. And I've heard people take this passage and ones like it and state that when you come to church, you have to be extremely, you can't talk, you can't laugh. It has to be very uh, what some people call high church and worshipful and, and really, really super serious. Well, then what happens is some people uh, in today's culture feel like that is just, uh, well, it's, it's not relevant to today. So what do they do is they go to the other extreme and said, we're supposed to celebrate and have a party. And so they come in and you know, they have a completely different aspect of that. I think we've got to be very careful when we take a couple passages and we, one, yank it out of context, don't understand what it's actually saying, and try to create a structure. What we're looking at in this passage is not uh, Solomon telling pastors how to design their church or how to do set up the structure or what their church services are supposed to look like. That is not at all what is being said here. This is speaking to the heart of the individual. This is speaking to the heart of somebody who's going to church. This is not about the church or the service or how it's done. This is simply about that person who comes in, sits down in the seat, and is ready to worship, that they understand in the heart of God what they're doing. One, they don't take it lightly. 
But then again, they, they don't try to make themselves feel like they're over super spiritual just because they walked into a church building. So there's a lot more behind this. And so one, I think it's interesting we find in the book of Ecclesiastes is Solomon has been looking at everything from the emptiness of the human perspective, that the world without God is empty, it's vain, and, and you can go after it, but there's really nothing there for you, and God is the only one that offers. And so he kind of takes this oasis or this little sabbatical from his obvious frustration with the Bible says that our body is a temple of the Holy Ghost in the New Testament, but he is truly referencing church. When I come into a place to worship, be ready to hear, be ready to come in and listen to the preaching, listen to the singing and the truths of it, the song, it's empty. It's kind of like being a chameleon. I'm going to act a certain way Monday to Saturday, and then Sunday, man, when I get there, I got to look spiritual. I got to look churchy, or I got to look Christian, or whatever it is. And he's calling that the sacrifice of fools. And what happens when, when our worship is empty? That's really what it comes down to. When we're coming in because we want to feel spiritual, or we're coming in because we're trying to get something from it, we don't understand the true nature of why we come to church to worship. When we do that, we have a tendency to just kind of just talk randomly. I mean, just overly talk. Because we know we're kind of covering something up. We can't just come and stop and take in what God is doing because we're not there for that. That's what he's saying. When you're not there to take from church what God wants to do in your life, to hear from the singing, to hear from others, from hear from the Word of God, and allow the Holy Spirit to truly speak to you, you're just going to kind of fill the emptiness, the void with your speaking. He calls it the sacrifice of fools. Say, so consider not what they do is evil, that the coming with this empty reason. Today we may come because we're trying to get something from church or trying to look spiritual or feel spiritual, whatever it is. Now, there are going to be people who are going to come to church who really have no understanding, who have no real understanding of what it means. They've never, they rarely come to church or the church experience they have is very different than this. And so they're going to come in. I hope what they would find when they walk into a church is people who have taken this in real. They're, they're, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean I sit there and I worshipful form from the moment I walk in. But there's a difference. You know, I'm listening. I'm encouraging. I'm part of worship. Simply, I have come to engage in worship of Jesus. That's what I'm doing there. I'm coming to hear the word of God preached. I'm coming to sing. I'm coming to let God speak to my heart and change me. He says in verse 2, Be not rash with thy mouth. Let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven and thou upon the earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. For a dream cometh through the multitudes of business, and a fool's voice is known by a multitude of words. Now, in verse 2, kind of the same idea. We're rash with our mouths. We're saying all these things. And then in verse 3, the dream is comparison to our voice. Here, here's the idea. When I come in, it's easy for me to be so consumed with everything else in life. And that's what we come and talk about. You know, all the other things, some of them important, some of them not so much important. But we come in and like our dreams, like our daydreams or like the things that are like the things that consume us and overwhelm us. Many things got our attention. But when we come to church, we we should strive to set those things aside and say, Lord, let me come worship. Let me come grow. Let me come see what you have for me today and set those things aside and come in in a level of silence so I can learn. You know, in James, he tells the 12 tribes, he goes, be quick to hear. Slow to speak and slow to rap. Now, at that point, he's talking about relationships, not necessarily worship, but the principle is the same. When I come to church, I, I, that doesn't mean I sit silent. I should be talking to the people. I, I should be listening to other people so I can help pray with them and encourage them and help bear their burden. I should be doing those things. Really, I try to put this into a, a simplistic thought. I come to church not as much just to talk about all the things of the world. It's not a social event. I don't come to church just to catch up with friends or just to catch my friends up with my life, although I think there's a great part of the fellowship in that we are to fellowship. 
part of what I come. The reason I come is I come wanting not just to update people I, or, update, or get the gossip or whatever term we want to use. I come because I'm going to sit in an auditorium and I, there is a level of seriousness to it. Whether it doesn't matter the style of church, it doesn't matter how the church turns out, whether it's really, really overly conservative or just the opposite of that, you know, rocky or whatever term you want to use. I don't go in for that. I go in so I can let the Holy Spirit speak to me. I'm not telling God what I need. I'm not coming in frustrated. I'm stopping to say, Lord, what can I learn from? It really, I'm coming in with a heart of worship. And I, and I establish this heart of worship to get what I can. So we come in, you know, good, good, good Friday. We're going to come in and we're going to hear about what Jesus did on the cross Sunday, about the victory that we have when, we, when he came out of the grave. And we're going to hear all of these things and what, what they mean and the power they give us in our lives today. If we come in consumed and talking and kind of consumed with all of our thinking, we miss what God is trying to give us. And we miss the truth of the Word of God, which is where Satan wants us. He wants us on Twitter. He wants us on social media. He wants us looking and He wants us distracted so we don't hear. And so he says, be careful when we come into the house of God that we have a heart that's ready to hear what God has for us while we're there. Well, I want to thank you for joining us on this Thursday. Tomorrow we're going to pick up and we're going to look at the next few verses in the area of worship, but a little bit further. And I think that you have to kind of understand the heart of worship before you can come into these next few verses. And so we'll look at those as we finish off the week together. Again, I do thank you for joining us and giving me a chance to be part of your day. I hope it's a help. hope it's an encouragement. And as we continue through this book, I hope we can learn a lot about what Solomon through the Holy Spirit is trying to teach. Thanks again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.